So listen, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have some fun. Okay. We're going to tackle some creativity things. We've got our, we've got our little jester guy here. Hey, jester. Yeah, he hails from <laughs> New Orleans. And in a previous life, he was uh, a beverage that... Um, <laughs> If you, if you haven't experienced it, I would say you're probably better off for it. But okay. um, he's got some questions in his head, and okay. uh, they're all random. But we're going to have some fun and see how Lenise <laughs> thinks on her feet. Oh, wow. Some, you know, <laughs> creative mojo. First question coming out. Uh, <laughs> 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 So, sorry, guys. We're, we're totally a killer than Lenise with her coffee, all right? So uh, just roll with us. Um, and funny to talk, talking about what the jester was in a former life. So are there right. any substances, tricks, or rituals that help you get the creative juices flowing? Music. Music. And music and dancing. When I get yeah. blocked, I just need like a good 30 minutes of music, some dancing, just to unwind. And sometimes, you know, that just helps remove a block for me or just help me change my attitude to get positive and try to figure out some ideas creatively. So what's your, uh, what's your go-to? Do you have a go-to where you're like, you know, right away that one will get the trick done? Oh, um, no, I don't have a go-to cause I just like all types of music, but I love Prince. So anything by Prince. There you go. And I like a lot of genres of music. So it just depends on what I'm feeling. Uh-huh. All right. So mm-hmm. is it, um, do you feel like you're, like if you're having a particularly difficult, um, you know, creative session and it's about like something that's heavy, you feel uh-huh. like you find different, different genre music hits or if it's like something that's a little more lighthearted topic, but you're still struggling creatively, like you just need, or is it just like wherever you just hit play on your computer and like whatever comes up on Spotify is whatever it is. Um, and pretty much I will go to, yeah, I will just try to find a playlist as I'm whatever I'm feeling and then go from there. So yeah, it's not just one set playlist or one yeah. set artist. It's a combination of um, a lot of artists, but there is going to be some prints. <laughs> Absolutely. He's got, right. a, got a real good vibe to it. He's just like yeah. feeling, you know? Yeah. Um, all right. I love that one. You know, it's funny. Music comes up a lot in this in for creatives. Yeah. There's, just some, there's just something about music, creativity, yeah. um, letting it, it all of, connect. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. so cool. I love it. Um, all right. What do we have here? Okay. Well, right on that note, what three albums should someone listen to if they want to understand you? Oh, uh, oh, now see, this is what you should have given me up top. So, I no, uh, no. <laughs> get, if you give me three albums or three three artists, um, well, I gave you one, yeah, we got, we got Prince, and so then, um, in terms of a group, I love the old school, I love old school, but um, the Isley Brothers, okay, anything by the Isley Brothers, and then. Ooh, another one. I like Adele. I love Adele. That is what a, what a, a range. I love there. her. I yeah. love her. It's a range. Yeah. So like, I love all types. It is a range. I even like a little country, but I like that old country. Uh, it was so funny. I was uh, at work one day and somebody was coming in and they were uh, listening to their AirPod, but you know how you can still hear the music? And they were listening to the country music, and I knew, I was mouthing the words, and they were like, you know that? I was like, I'm from down south, yeah. <laughs> of course I know it. I was like, yeah, I remember that. 
you know, but yeah, even a little country, they have great storytelling in their in their in their uh, songs. Yeah, they, they they do. And there's always there's Very always the, storytelling. Uh, there's always the the old trope of you know, my dog got run over. Yeah, my girlfriend left me. Right, my girl. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's so, right. yeah. I love that. Yeah, All right, this is good. We're flying through. We're gonna get through a lot of these. I think this is good. Um, all right. So if you could wear this, we're in a hard left turn here. If you could wear one outfit for the rest of your life, what would it be? Jogging suit <laughs> and sneakers. Do you have a color? What color? Something green. A uh, green is my favorite color. Something green. green. But you, know, you got to have the fly. You got to have the fly uh, uh, sneaks to go okay. with the jogging suit. But I'm what, a jogging suit uh, girl. What 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 brand sneakers? Now, see, I don't do the brand thing. Um, I love Puma. I love Adidas. Those are my two favorites. I like Nike, too. Just as long as they hit the right color, right? Yeah, but I love Adidas. Yeah, Adidas and Puma, those are my faves. Um, Yeah. So we've got a green green jogging suit. Is it like a... Like a velour kind of kind of giant suit, or is it like one velour of the stuff? Shimmering? You know, Adidas is pretty simple. It's like you're branded because it's just simple, and it has those lines. And as yeah. long as you have your sneakers to match, you're fly going out the door. There, there you go. All <laughs> right. Now, I like Puma because um, I like their sneakers, pretty simple, streamlined, and I like their shirts. Mm-hmm. And then just you can put on just some bottoms any kind of bottoms and, you know, but I like Puma and Adidas. Those are my favorites. It's, but it, it's funny. You talk about, you know, the, yeah, you talk about the brands of those, like the three lines yeah. for Adidas, like Puma's got yeah. their little iconic. Like, yeah. They're so boom, you get it. And there's yeah. really something about it. You just kind of know. Um, so there, so funny, funny story was uh-huh. when I was in college, I did a little radio and somebody said, oh, do you want to go on the radio? I said, I think I could do that because I could wear a jogging suit every day to work <laughs> and do my job. That would be perfect for me. So, yeah, I've always been a jogging suit girl. <laughs> so listen, folks at JPA, when you watch this back, right. Christmas time, Lenise wants right. a jogging suit. Right. Attire. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know. And don't get one of those brand, those cheesy branded ones. Like go for right. it, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Spend some money, spend some cash. <laughs> Make me comfortable, All right? <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. we got we got Prince, we've yeah. got um, jogging suits. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what green. else? Green. Green is my favorite color. Green. green. Uh, here we go. The creative process on a scale uh-huh. of one to ten. Is it torturous or is it enjoyable? One being torturous, 10 being enjoyable. How do you feel about that? The production process? The creative process. Well, see, it's different projects. We're soon. Um, I, I enjoy it, period. Um, mm. The process. I enjoy the creative process because you can task me with doing a video for a church, <laughs> you know, to inspire people within the congregation to learn about what the church has to offer with their ministries. I know that because I used to do that at one point. Um, or you can inspire me. I can get inspired with the creative process by doing a campaign brand ad for something that might help children mm-hmm. and mental um, mental disorders. You know what I mean? So there's all ways, there are various ways to get inspired. But 
I think the creative process is the best process because um, you are putting your thoughts into how can I make an impact? Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. You know? And so, and I also feel like when you don't have so many chefs in the kitchen, it makes it easier <laughs> <laughs> to, when you're working on smaller projects, um, it makes it easier to uh, really brainstorm and bring those impactful ideas to the table and saying, you know, this is what I'm storyboarding. This is what I'm thinking. And mm. it's all about impact for me. So it's, 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 it's a good process for me. I'm gonna put it at an eight. Yeah. Okay. I like that. It's funny you say that it doesn't matter. And I couldn't agree with you more. It's yeah. one of the things I love about my job is and, and running a creative studio is you right. get to work on all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You know, when we're at CNN or Nat Geo or wherever or the other places that I've been, it's like, you know what you're doing. Yeah. You know, you know yeah. what it's you, you know, your lane stick, stick to it, but working for ourselves, mm-hmm. man, there's, everything's different. You know, whether yeah. it's a thing for discovery or a nonprofit over here, like the, the point is very simple. Your job is to tell a story to inspire. Right. You inspire people to watch. Inspire and to inspire, but to impact them too. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. that's the end of it. Like you are trying to, to, in, to get people to engage in something. Yeah. Engage in watching our show, engage in giving money to us, engage in volunteering for whatever. It's like, it is yeah. about getting people to, um, to buy into whatever it is. And I think that there's yeah. so fun about that. Yeah. Your idea, the thing from whether it's a church to a, TV show or yeah, a TV film. show or to just a, a, a PSA. Yeah. But you know, and to your point, it is a simple process, but the creative process is really how to tailor it for your audience that mm-hmm. you're going after. And um yeah, I love the creative process. I yeah. wouldn't be doing this if I didn't. I, you, know. I right. you know, and I, you know, I did news for a very long time. And in the beginning, for a long time, I enjoyed it. But then mm-hmm. my my soul was like, it's time to do more. You know what I mean? So my foundation really was started there at CNN. And I was fortunate enough to go to another um, news organization. But from the news organization, I left news altogether in 2018 and went into local government to work on production. So Mm -hmm. I was able to get that live production experience um, to win live events, which is totally different from branding and television shows and things of that sort. And then um, coming from city government back to D.C. to work for a health communications firm, you know, So when it, when you sit down and you start to brainstorm, what does that look like for you? Are you a, are you a sketcher? Are you a, like a word bubbler? Are you like I'm a word bubbler? I'm a word bubbler, but okay. I also go to YouTube to go back in the capsule time capsule of some things that I, that jar, you know, that have uh, stayed in my memory of things that I liked mm-hmm. um, with campaign ads. Um, it just depends on the story. I remember I was tasked to do the video and Schoolhouse Rock came into mind. And so I did a video very similar to Schoolhouse Rock, but from the church's perspective, mm-hmm. not 
You know what I mean? And we got, we changed the lyrics to the Schoolhouse Rock song that we lifted um, the idea and the concept from, but then we put in um, our subject matter with the people and the mm. video and things of that sort. But the concept was totally a Schoolhouse Rock yeah. type of thing. Yeah. The music. There you go. Yeah, the music. <laughs> <laughs> So that was, that was not only just the video, it was changing the music, the lyrics, yeah, you know, even the beats. Um, I got the, and I, I got the, um, the music department to work with us on that, you know, cause we didn't want to totally lift it, but the, um, old school people in the audience were going to know, oh, that's from schoolhouse rock. Now the yeah. kids might not know, but we knew. <laughs> well, I think too, there's something about figuring out who do you, who your audience is. Yeah. 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 And, and hitting all those right notes. And yeah, yeah I mean, the, the internet has become this amazing treasure trove of, yeah. of information, you know, duh. But like where you can go, you know, back in time, you can go through the YouTubes of the world and just like scour and search yeah. and see what you can find. And it's even interesting to see what, what AI is doing now. And we're using. Oh God. How do you feel about this AI stuff? I just feel like it's going to take, it's going to, it's going to jobs for people so there, there's a it's a double-edged sword like some of the stuff that's going now with the you know you put in a prompt and it will write you a story like yeah it, it writes a fine story it's yeah. not you know it's not Hemingway it's not Dickens or anything like that no it, it's it, fine it, enough you know it, it gives you a framework it doesn't give it's, you something yeah. to connect yeah exactly it's missing um, connection. and when it comes to art it requires an exorbitant amount of time to get mm. something that's perfect. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about the guy in Colorado who won um, the photography uh, award uh, for, and he, so the thing he submitted was, was all AI generated, but he put in the you know, hundreds of hours to get mm-hmm. it exactly right. So okay. it, in a way like he's, and he is a photographer, you know, that kind of thing. So like it still requires time and energy and still requires creativity to do it. What, mm. How we use it is we use it as a tool for, um, for storyboarding, for style frames, yeah. for references. It's like, hey, yeah. you know, rather yeah. than spending hours and hours on Google searching for other references or like yeah. sketching out, you know, till we're blue in the face, we can kind of go in and kind of take what's in our head, put it into words, and then massage that little bit. Take that and be like, give it to the designers. Okay, this is where I want to go with it, kind of, yeah. sort of. But now we want to add a human touch to it, which I think yeah. it's not replicating and, yeah. and it won't probably for many, many, many years, if ever. So yeah. I'm not afraid of it, but I think that it's something to watch and to use. It is wisely. something to watch. Well, I mean, just like when the internet came out, remember? Right there. People were nervous and scared, but it's mm-hmm. the best thing ever. Because now I'm thinking on my childhood, I was full in encyclopedias. Remember right. that? <laughs> I remember that. Yes. Do research. Yes. Uh-huh. And it's right here on our fingertips. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm a, I'm nervous about the AI um, that is being introduced to the world, but it will do some good. I just hope it continues to do good and not take away from the human connection and interaction on projects. I, it's, you know. Yeah. And it's how we, um, it's how we handle it. Yeah. I mean, social media is a great example of how we have, taken something that could have been great and now it's this monster that i don't know if we're ever going to rein in yeah you know but who knows so it starts out great and then it turns into you can't pull the kids off you know 
know, and right? now they have connection issues because they are just always on social media, on the computer, gaming, you know, mm-hmm. and just to have a regular conversation can be tough for some, not all, but for some, yeah. you know, yeah. go, go outside, go kick the, kick the soccer ball around. <laughs> exactly. All right. Let's see what else we have in here. The jester has for you. All right. We talked about that a little bit. It's creative process. Sorry, Jester, you blew that one. <clears throat> Ooh, here we go. This might get us a little bit serious. Okay. Is there a stereotype you would like to address? Dun, 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 dun. Is there a stereotype that I'd like to address? Oh, wow. I can't think of anything right now. A stereotype. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, with production, you know, it's, it's nice to see women in these production crews Mm -hmm. and it's come a long way where we are getting the respect in the field, uh, where women can do these jobs and are doing these jobs, whether it's directing, whether it's being a camera person or whether it's even video editing. Um, it has definitely come a long way from when I started off in the business and you would only see one camera woman. You know, so I really am glad that they are, we are breaking that stereotype and have broken it and there are more to come. Yeah. You know? So yeah. How, do you, how do you feel like as you've been, because I think you've been on the, the forefront of that throughout. Yeah. Um, the early 2000s. Yeah. I mean. The late 90s. Look, it was, it was clear when, like we talked about earlier, going through the transitions we went through at, at CNN, mm-hmm. it was very clear we knew you know, uh, the pecking order of, of the, the editing crew. Yeah. Uh, and, and you could, it was always men. It was always men. A lot of men. Right. But in the, in that, what I'm the, the other point that I'm trying to make. No, right. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I understand. I understand. There was, we always knew like Lenise was interested. Like Lenise was very hands-on. Lenise was someone, you know, not to be trifled with. Like she knew Mm -hmm. her stuff, you know? And like, and there was this idea that like, you were in our mind, like you were one of these people, like we knew like, okay, she's got it. She's good to go. Like, you know what I mean? Like there was this yeah. idea that, that there was just, there was a respect. And and, yeah. and I think that was part of like, you worked hard, you, you earned it. Like you knew what you used to do and you spoke up, you weren't afraid. Like that's fantastic. Right. And I just feel like as you're going through that. So my point is like you, that's just part of who you are. Yeah. So as you're like getting through the ranks of all of that, and now you are, you're managing folks. What has that been like for you to, um, to see that change? What are some things that you have, have had to be like, maybe you see something, you're like, you know what? Not even going to respond to that. I got a, I got a task to do. Like, is that something yeah. you kind of encountered and how do you deal oh, with that? Definitely, definitely. Especially when I started out, um, because if you remember, as we were talking, you know, there would be like one or two women in the uh, editing section of the newsroom or one woman as a, you know, with the camera guys. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people do say things to you as you're working, but you do, you just let it roll off because you got work to do and you can't Mm -hmm. worry about people squawking about what you can't get done because you can get it done. You just need them to go away. But, um, I think in news, once they see that you can hit your deadlines and be creative at the same time, then, you know, they try you in the beginning. But once they see you can do it, 
they kind of leave you alone. Mm. Production, live events, you know, it's a male dominated field. I get it. So a lot of times they don't think you know what you're you're talking about, but you do. Mm. And, you know, you'll have some instances where an event might be going on. They're thinking one way in terms of uh, production and, and where gear should be. And you're like, no, in the meeting, we discussed this way. And these are the reasons why. And then they have to go, oh, <laughs> you're right. You know, so yeah, you have to go, you have these debates with people, but yeah. in the end, it all works out. It's just tiring. You yeah. know, oh, I'm sure I can't even imagine. Do you feel like the phrase uh, catch more flies with honey? Yes. Do you feel like that applies as you've gone through it? Do you think it's a personality thing? Do you think that like there's some, you, what, have, you, what do you think? Well, in the beginning, you know, you can try to, um, you can catch more flies with honey. That may work, but sometimes you really have to stand up for yourself because some mm. people will get out of pocket and be disrespectful and you have to speak up for yourself. You have to speak up for your project. Mm. Um, I had a situation in the newsroom. They wanted me to do a story that I didn't agree with. This was probably like 2003, 2004. And the reason I didn't agree with the project is because by the time I, it was a Father's Day piece. And by the time I finished editing everything, it was an abstract piece. There were no facts. There were no graphics. The B-roll was going to show a lot of the inner city youth a lot of the urban areas, and we're talking about fathers. And I know there's a, a perception that, you know, certain ethnicities and, and their families, fathers aren't there. But I can't attest to that because I know a lot of great families with a lot of Black fathers in the home, a lot of Hispanic fathers in the home, vice versa. So I, my point was you don't have any solid sound bites to support this abstract Father's Day piece. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with it. And I'm not going to edit something that I don't agree with Good that we are very visual people. This piece is visual. And what you're going to show is that in the black areas, in the urban areas, the fathers are not in the home. There are a lot of there are a lot of numbers that that don't get talked about about fatherhood and black fathers. And um, I didn't do the piece. The wow. executive producer had a fit. He <laughs> sent it to Atlanta to get it done. <laughs> And again, it was Father's Day weekend. And this piece was coming on right before Bill Clinton. And Richard Klein, who was the president of CNN at that time, had a fit. He was like, what was that? Mm. So I felt vindicated because the little editor in the food chain was like, no. Yeah. supporting facts. This is an abstract piece. People are going to look at the visuals and... You know, you're not spewing the new information that's out about, you know, families and fathers and families and the different genres of families that we have and Mm. fathers being in the home. So I felt vindicated that the president of network did not like the piece. And I felt like I stood up and it was difficult because my executive producer was screaming Mm. about why aren't you doing this piece, Lenny's? And he kept going around and going around with me and I just stayed true to what I felt. And the reason why I even became a video um, producer and editor was because when he goes into the edit room, those images 
are chosen by that editor and that producer. Mm -hmm. And I have the power to say, no, that's not the best image to show for this. So that was an instance where things got difficult for me standing up for myself. Um, And I wouldn't in the end. (laughs) It was a pretty process though. That's, that is, that is such a great, a great story about, I mean, about a lot of things now that I'm thinking about it, about staying true to what you believe, about yeah. trying to um, trying to be very clear in a message. Yeah. And then in, you know, we get really deep into, you know, the news cycle. Yeah. And into like just cranking out content. Yeah. And, and not really stopping. To you be, were going to fill up time, but this yeah. piece wasn't saying anything, you know, it wasn't saying anything. Yeah. Not, not stopping to really think about what, what we're doing or, or the, the impact that we have. That was one of the things that always amazed me is like, we would get, you know, these big old stacks of documents from mm-hmm. X, Y, or Z, you know, agency. And they're like, okay, we're now going to distill that into a three minute piece. Are you out of your mind? Really? Yeah. You got 15,000 pages and you're going to put a three minute piece together about what's inside that thing for yeah. the public. You got to be kidding me. And, yeah. and then it falls on two, two people. It falls on the editor and the producer to get it done, get that thing done. And it, of course it runs through the chain of command and we all know that. So it's CNN don't get all crazy about this. Like, but like it still comes down to like that first gate, mm-hmm. you know, essentially is two people trying to distill that information down into something like, I don't know. It just, I love, I love that example of being like, oh, hold on time out here. Let's, let's look at, let's look at what we're trying to say because you're covering a lot of ground with this story and you're really leaving a lot of things you know, out. on the cutting room floor that shouldn't yeah. be there. And you're not showing positive images as much as we know there, there's the opposite, the bad images, the positive images, the good story, the bad story. You got to show both. And this piece was not balanced. Mm-hmm. It definitely wasn't balanced because there were no facts. Yeah. It was all abstract, but your visuals, that's what sticks with people. And mm-hmm. it was all going to be, you know, not positive. So yeah. Well, it's Father's Day too. I didn't feel I didn't feel uh, comfortable being the person to say I'm I'm helping to craft and produce this piece just to cover it, you know, because there are great yeah. fathers out there, no matter you know what type of family they come from. But no there what, are, look, you know, and no we gotta celebrate. Let's, yeah. celebrate Let's yeah. celebrate it. Let's celebrate. I agree. Why does Father's Day have to be tainted with bad news? You yeah. know what I mean? We wouldn't do that on Mother's Day. No. Of course, not. you know. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah. Let's, well, so look. I think I think that you can find network. you can find that in lots of places. That no matter where you're from, what color, what background, how you were raised, like there are a mountain of examples of great um, fathers, mothers, grandparents yeah. um, who have been through all kinds of stuff, and um, and your circumstance does not have to you know, be the thing that, de- that defines you. So I think that being able to, to put a pause on that, be like, hold on, wait a minute. Like, right. what, what are we trying to say here? Like, that's, yeah. that's really cool. So, yeah. Yeah. But trust me, the process of saying no, like not easy, beat me down. They were be, I was like, okay, fine. Get somebody else to do it. It won't be me. Yeah. I'm not saying you can't do the piece. Right. I just don't want to be responsible for that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not the president of the network. Knock yourself out. <laughs> and so when the president of the network was like, what was that piece of bump, bump? Mm-hmm. I was like, I, 
I do make sense. Mm. I, you know, this is the right path. I spoke yeah. up for something and it was correct. So yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Man. All right. We're going to do one more. Okay. And we'll get you out of here. <laughs> oh, it's a short one. Uh-huh. Lenise Harris, what is your superpower? My superpower is compassion. Mm. I am compassionate um, to a situation. I'm compassionate towards people. Um, yeah, compassion is my superpower. And I think you need that <clears throat> because your job can be black and white, but sometimes you got to feel the situation out mm-hmm. with people. Some people may be off that day. You know, you got to be able to read the room or read that situation. And, you know, if you don't have your compassion meter on, you can miss a lot. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can vouch for that. I mean, <laughs> Lenise Harris never <laughs> had a bad day. I mean, seriously. No, I have, trust me. <laughs> and those people didn't have compassion. <laughs> right. Well, look, there was. There was always something about we could walk that we could walk down, you know, edit row and uh, always smiling, always laughing. Yeah, and you. like, I think there's something really powerful to that. So that is a really good one to end on. Um, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for Love having this. me. It's been fun. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. To we get really do need to go have a real jester. Uh, this one's terrifying. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do we'll do another type of uh, another type of beverage. Not not the jester. We don't we don't want to need that in our lives. I'm in trouble with the jester. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, I love it, Lenise. Have a great one. I will talk you to you. Too. All right, take care. All right, bye. Bye.